Welcome to Soul on Purpose Podcast. This holistic podcast caters to Black girls who love to discuss natural healing, emotional wellness, and personal empowerment, as well as those who are looking for concrete ways to fulfill their purpose and be a soul on purpose. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you, Janice? I'm doing great. How are you? I am wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, So today we're being joined by Janice B. Janice Berkeley. She is an amazing Reiki master teacher and crystal healer, but she does a whole lot of other things. So I'm so excited to talk to you today about the things you're doing and how you came to this place and all those great things. I also definitely want to give, want you to give um, my, my listeners at least three tips for African-American Black women um, in this Reiki journey because it's been something that they are really kind of a little leery about. So I kind of want to talk about that as well. Um, okay. So okay. welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. That was a great intro. Thank you. So, so many compliments. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So where should we begin? So I want to know what led you to Reiki and these alternative healing methods. Uh, you know, I, I could probably tell you like a hundred different things. And I think as the more I work on my own healing, the more I realize that it has been starting a long time ago. It's not something new, you know? So I feel like um, initially, well, I will say for the most part, it started after my mom passed in 2016. Um, I had already been working with crystals a little bit. I've always been intuitive. Um, And I don't really know what made me decide to take Reiki classes to be certified. I had, you know, had Reiki treatments before and I knew how it worked and I knew how I felt afterwards. So wait, so wait a minute. Let me backtrack just a little bit. So you, so you already took, so you had Reiki prior to you taking classes. You, you actually had yes, okay. I had treatment. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so what, definitely what, twice. Not a lot, twice. Oh, twice. Yeah. So what led you to get the? Because that may give us the inroads too to how you know maybe. Right. <laughs> we can do some investigative work right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I'm very much a believer in holistic healing and just energy work in general. You know, like like that. I I think a lot of times in our Western world, um, medicate you because that's where the money is. And, you know, big pharma and and doctors, they get lots of money by keeping us medicated. And I I have been dealing uh, lifelong, well, I was lifelong. I was in a car accident when I was 18. So I have a lot of neck and spinal issues that I just deal with on the regular. And I don't take any pain medicine for them. I've always tried to maintain it with chiropractic and acupuncture and things like that. So, you know, I felt like, having energy work done and having someone you know possibly remove blockages that I may not even be aware of had to be a good thing (laughs) so that's why I tried it and uh I think it was just something I was like you know what I think I can do this I think this is something that I want to explore more okay so you got the Reiki bug you were like yeah this is good okay all right um Okay, and you mentioned that that your mom passed in 2016, and that was something right. that also kind of made you want to to heal. Um, right. So when when was your mother like a, a big part of your um, your religious life, or like how did how did that 
like segue like how did they what did the healing need come well, from this the my pain dad of her and i were really intuitive my my father and i he passed in 2014 right and um he had he and I always had like an unspoken kind of communication. We we always could feel things from people. You know, I think when you look at your ancestors and stuff, they didn't have the knowledge of what we have now. They didn't have fancy names for it. People were seers. They were people who just knew things and people would, would ask them questions right. and get advice from them, but like psychics or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So my dad was definitely that person and we I share that with past. Of course, I was sad, but I always felt like we were still communicating. I just felt like, you know, he was kind of handing me the baton. Like, okay, my body's done here, but I got you. <laughs> so You're going um, a little bit in and out, Janice. Did like, you move? I'm sorry. I just don't want to, I don't want to lose you. Oh, that's okay. No, I'm still okay, sitting here. Right. We Are we good now? I'll try to sit really still. <laughs> I know, technology for all it's worth. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so my father and I were really intuitive. When he passed, I kind of felt like he was handing me the baton, you know, take care of your mom, that kind of stuff. And I just felt like he was still with me and I talked to him all the time. So as my mom started to get sick and she had a heart condition that she couldn't be operated on. So she was in our home in hospice and she passed away in um, 2016. And I had started working with crystals more and, you know, meditating with them and things like that. So when she was when i knew she was passing when you know the hospice nurses can tell you when they're actively dying they call it actively mm-hmm. dying and it can they said you know she's actively dying it could be today it could be two weeks from now and i was like it's not going to be two weeks so <laughs> i grabbed the crystals i thought would work and i stood over her and i told my father to come get her i said come your your woman don't let her lay here and she passed that evening right. And I feel like that was like a connection. And I feel like, I almost feel like a, a veil kind of lifted because I think, you know, if you're a caregiver for someone, an elderly person or anybody, you're on autopilot all the time. You have, you cannot just let go of things. You have to be on point and you have to be, mm-hmm. you know, aware of what they need. There's no, true. there's really no time. <laughs> so I think once they were gone, once they had transitioned, I kind of, gained this knowledge this kind of um opening of my awareness more so why i i great it felt good it felt right and hello ending of 2017 okay does that answer your question <laughs> Yeah, it did. It definitely did. Um, I am having a little bit of a problem hearing you, so I'm going to pause for one second and see what's going on on my end. Okay. Give me one second. Okay, so I'm back. Um, say something okay. for me, anything something for me hey, yeah like it okay. <laughs> so, all right so um were you or were you raised in an organized religion were you catholic or protestant or something like that well we, i grew up in a methodist church um 
but we weren't like super strict religious. I started going to church. My parents were uh, Baptist. Well, my mom was Baptist uh, growing up. And then when they moved to the DC area, they didn't really have a church. So I started going to church with my uh, uh, school friend, probably in like the fourth grade or something like that. And then um, I joined the church and then my parents joined after me. So <laughs> we were all members of um, Oxen Hill United Methodist oh, okay, Church. Okay, okay. And so, I yeah, I grew up believing in God. I grew up with a, a basis of religion, but not super strict. You know, not not that like, like, like I feel like I was condemned or anything. Right. That's some serious. That's some, little, that's some. That's like my my grandmother's yeah. fast, and that's her. That was her church. You gotta wear a doily on your head, and yeah, and you, you, you gotta wear the skirts. Gotta be past your knees. Gotta wear stockings every Sunday, oh, no gosh. matter what <laughs> happens. It, you know, it could be lava outside. It could be steam coming from the sidewalk. You better have them stockings on. Like that's how she was getting down. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We... Like God really cares about all that. Cause God don't really care about your stockings, child. Let me just tell you. But anyway, no, um, my parents were cool. They were old school, so they, you know, they expect you to dress up for church, which people don't do that much anymore. But that, you know, that not not necessarily a bad thing, but that's kind of the way I was raised. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I was wondering, because I know a lot of a lot for a lot of, for a lot of African American women for Black girls, right? We have this thing where because most of us were raised in an organized religion for the most part. Um, especially around my age, 30s, 20s, 30s, like that age, like the 30s maybe up. We have this thing about thinking that alternative ways of healing are not of God, you know? So it's some kind of blockage there to receiving the kind of assistance most of us kind of need, you know what I mean? Um, In order to heal fully. So it's just been something I've been trying to figure out when I talk to people who do Reiki or who, you know, transition from being a part of an organized religion religion, or are still a part of an organized religion, but they do Reiki as well, like, how do they navigate that, you know? Because I think that's something that we need to kind of put out there because I think people are not really understanding that they can coexist and it's not negating one or the other. I I think the thing that's missing, and I I totally understand that, and the thing that's missing I, I, I will tell you the biggest pushback I get is from Christians. The biggest controversy or questions I have, it comes from Christians. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people need to understand that God or your perception of God or whatever you call God, whatever your divine source is, that exists outside of organized religion. Okay. Organized religion is a man-made concept. It's not something that you have to have right and i really believe that a lot of people who try to keep you from using your gifts that god has given you or whoever your creator is has given you they're afraid that once you realize how much power you have mm-hmm. you won't come to the church anymore and you won't put your money in the plate mm-hmm. and that's what it's all because it's a yeah. business business organized religion is a business if that's where you find peace, then you should go there and that's where you should be. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a part of the church. It's, you don't have to choose between the Reiki, working crystals, and believing in God and 
You can do all of those things. Now, the rules of the church might say you can't. God's rules, <laughs> that's the church's rules, and they're not the same thing. And that's where the controversy is, I think. That's the big controversy, because we know the Bible was written then, right? We know that a person wrote the Bible. They were handling told them is that what they, that's what they said it's god's word right so it's channeled by men it's translated by more men it's passed down and translated by white men and the the purpose of this is they're going to they're going to translate that to purpose right they're going to keep you afraid they want to keep you in question of whether you god loves you and whether you're going to heaven or whatever it is but if, if you're telling me that those men could channel what God wanted, why can't we channel God is telling us? I, I don't, to me, you're not going to sell me on that. <laughs> you're not going to sell me it's only in the Bible because there's too many other religions. There's too many other bases of faith that have their own book and their own set of rules. It's not just one. So what they teach in Sunday when you got to wear your stock you got to do those are men's rules those are not the rules of god right that's the way i see it yeah. can you hear me yeah it's breaking up a little bit though yeah i'm i'm happy here but can you hear me now yep okay i don't know what is going on but we're back. Thank you for your patience with the technical difficulties. I can hear what <laughs> you were saying for the most part. Okay. Um, okay. Um, but I definitely concur and agree with the whole Christian things. I think Christians have been the most um, hard nut to crack, basically, when it comes to, you know, them being open minded about alternative methods of healing. And it's really I mean, weird because, like, even, I mean, I'm a Christian, right? So. But mm -hmm. I've always been one who questions. I always ask questions. I always want to know what's what. I always under I've always understood energy. I've always been that child who would who would rub their grandparents' feet and just sit and listen. And you know what I mean? And like I I've always had that healing yeah. kind of vibe, you know. So I've always had questions. And when I was right. younger, I was giving you in trouble so all the time, child. Like I told you my grandmother, she was like the doily lady, so it was not uh, um quite you, I said what I said. Now go over there and put your stockings on, okay? And I was like, okay. All right, Granny, I'm going to do it right now. But you know what I'm saying? So I always got shut down. So as I got older and I was able to read more and, like, expand my horizons, I still believe in God. I still believe in Christ and all of those things. But I also understand that there are other things out there, you know? And that has been something right. that my parents have pushed back. And, like, even now, like, my mother, mother didn't really, she didn't really care. She, she used to be Muslim, Christian. She was like, look. Is God there? How you like that? Okay, but my um, right, my um, but my my stepdad and his wife, they're like really super Christian doilies and all that kind of stuff too. So they're like really, you know, that's the enemy, and we don't do yoga because of those symbols and this and that, and we don't do this because of that. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm not pushing you, but I just want you yeah. to know that you're missing out on some things, and you know, these same people that stay sick <laughs> all the time, and you know, they they it's just it's just unfortunate, but. When I talk to clients, I know I really don't. Huh? 
I was saying when I talk when I'm when I'm talking to clients or potential clients that are Christian because I'm Christian I run around with a lot of Christian people they always have that same uh that look like the deer in the headlights look like uh <laughs> when I talk to them about it yeah. and in one of my classes at my church we have two um we have two facilitators one of them actually gets acupuncture wants to get Reiki and is like she's in Bible college right now actually getting her master's in divinity and she's like you know my pat my um she told me that maybe one day I'm gonna look up and we gonna find out that God is a woman so what I'm gonna do then I can't keep holding on to these beliefs that I think because I don't really know and I need to be more open and the other one is a total total right. opposite so you know our classes be like Lord Jesus help us all okay <laughs> and be like whoa 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 right now but um I wanted to kind of talk about the kind of clients you attract you know um i know that because you know we're in the united states it's largely christian you know so i know we kind of run into mm-hmm. those people a lot and they're still looking some of them are still searching so what kind of what how how is your practice in maryland what is it like what kind of clients do you attract and do you have a lot of black women in your in your you know clientele Actually, most of my clientele and student base are don't have the same skin color that wow. I do. <laughs> I'm not going to say that they're mostly black. I guess they are, but I don't. I'm not really sure. They're women, women of color. color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, worse than that. But for the most part, they're not white women. Let's put okay. it that way. Okay. Um, I, it's not anything intentional. It's just kind of where I am and who is gravitated toward me. I think a lot of it has to do with just my whole lifetime i'm i'm not somebody who has been in a whitewashed World. you know area living growing yeah. i that's not who i am um and as a musician before doing reiki you know musician for 10 years in the baltimore scene all of my creative circle they don't look like me so i think honestly when i started doing reiki i was kind of concerned that the music people that follow me maybe not wouldn't take it seriously you know because why is she doing reiki now what's she how's she healing people now she's writing songs now she's healing (laughs) (laughs) it was the opposite because i think they trust me and they look to me as somebody who has integrity um they just said oh this has to be good you know that that's the impression i got people were referring people to me that I had never even met before so all of my clientele is word of mouth pretty much all of them I think maybe one person I had was a church uh, person and uh, a couple of people like that but most of the people are word of mouth that I haven't met before like off of Facebook and social media so you know a a large uh, client base that's African-American and um I don't really get a lot of people who have an issue Christian-wise coming to get Reiki or anything mm-hmm. like that. Most people who come to get Reiki um, know what it's about. The, the biggest pushback I get, I don't want to say it's a pushback, the biggest concern that people have, and I'll get in, you know inbox messages from uh, people who were friends of mine or somebody who is a, a relative of an ex of mine yes. or, <laughs> or somebody who is very, very um, religious and they will have questions about it or be concerned for yeah, my yeah. You know, spiritual soul. Yes, soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. soul. They don't want and you to go to the hot place. I, I, I do not, yeah, I don't try to sell Reiki to anybody. I don't try to win them over. I feel like, you know, if you are comfortable in your organ religion and, and the, the rules that you're following, if you're comfortable with that, then go for it. 
Um, I'm not going to try to convert you, but if you have a question about it, I will certainly answer it. I'm not going to reconcile anything. I have one lady say, well, how do you, how do you reconcile doing Reiki and being a Christian? And I said, well, let me ask you the question. Why do you think it needs to be reconciled? Because <laughs> obviously there's something you think you know about it that, that I don't know. You're trying to tell me something, right? So, but most people can't answer that question mm -hmm. because they go back to Bible verses or they go back to, and I'm like, well, these are these are man-made concepts Out, outside of the man-made concepts what is the question that you right. have because they can't for that mm -hmm. and i say to them do you, does your hands on people do they lay hands mm -hmm. on people to help them feel better do they have prayer circles do they have prayer mm -hmm. calls do they all send prayer do you send prayers to people you so when you say i'm sending you good energy what's that mean what does that mean what do you send in mm -hmm. you know, why is it different it's not. You're burning incense, you're burning candles, you're chanting, you got crystals on your mm -hmm. rosaries. It's all the same stuff that has been organized into a box of a business, right? So that's that's what you're doing. You're just calling it something yeah. else. I, and it's, that is so real. I mean, that is really, that's, I mean, I, I don't know if people can really look outside of, of what they're doing to see what it really is. It's a ritual. <laughs> It's you going to a place and doing something every week. It's you, the person that is that is that is preaching to you has on the rosary, the crystals they have on. You know, it's really all the same. And I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm no theologist. I'm no expert on the Bible or anything like that. But I I know for certain that religious holidays are based on pagan holidays. Mm -hmm. That's what they. But come if they from. did that to, to I don't try to, to try to get more pagans to convert, but at the end of the day. It's, it's, at the end of the day, we, we, we have we have so many overlays when it comes to religious right. practice. It's, it's so many overlays. Yeah. People drinking blood, eating bodies, yeah. and, you know, of Christ or whatever. I mean, come on. It's, it's a symbol. It's all symbol. Ritual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So I don't really get hung up. I don't get hung up on what, what uh, organized or, or one whatever you you operate under that doesn't affect my client base at all so if you're coming to me for reiki i'm going to give you the same reiki exactly everybody's getting the same reiki okay buddy what I do. Right. the reiki is the reiki all right no <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna do something different because yeah. you go you know you're AME or right, whatever exactly it doesn't work like but for the most part, the clients, I've never had a pushback. Well, not from clients. I've had people, people who didn't you know, people who are questioning and wanting to know oh, yeah. stuff and stuff like that, yeah. And I think a lot of times they're afraid to ask questions because the, the church has not allowed them to ask yeah. questions, you know. Allowed to question what it said. But I, I think for me, I was like, I started asking myself, well, why do I believe this? Why do I, if you had to ask me, why do I see this? or what what if I chant if I say something and you know call a response in church why am I saying that what does yes. that mean I feel like you you just want to understand the why behind it and most of the time you don't get an answer so when you're you're developing and your awareness is changing and you're you're working on yourself and healing things within yourself your perception changes your vibration changes the things that you used to accept without questioning your question it's like well wait a minute this makes i don't feel good here when i'm when i'm here i feel like i'm being judged mm. when i'm here i'm told if i'm not wearing this i can't come into the church well i don't want to feel like that i want to feel the way i feel when i'm not there <laughs> yeah. you know i want to feel the way i feel when i'm sitting with my own thoughts and when i'm at peace and when i'm aligned and when i feel good i want to feel like that, that all lightness. the time so i stopped doing mm -hmm. things 
don't make me feel good anymore because why would I do that? We're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I want to know about your, your crystal healing jewelry. I, I hear you talking about the crystals and how you work with, with, your, with your mom with them. And also, I, I've seen them. And also the sacred geometry, the healing grids, those are like so fire. Like I have to go up to my office. I have recently <laughs> um, like cleared some clearing. Um, I don't know if you saw my post, but I had um, posted that my grandmother passed this week and I just really felt the need to clear out. Right, things. right. And right. now I've like hung stuff up. My, my son was like, this feels like home again, mom. Now it's like the oh, old mom. house again. Like you put all the pictures up again and now everything is nice and clean and clear. And I guess he could feel the feng shui, the, the flow of the energy is a lot better now. And I right. was like, I really need to put up a grid up in this joint. I need one of them grids <laughs> grids up in here. I need some manifestation, abundance up in this jiggy McNeese. So yes, but I want to talk about that and I want to let people know where to find you and I want to talk about your music and how you're combining these things, the Healing Flame Collective. So we have three things we got to touch on before this little situation start acting up again because we know we're going to have to call Anchor to the call for this, for real. Anchor got to do something about this. This is not right. Come on now. All right. So first up, Reiki Rocks. Janice B. Reiki Rocks, right? Is that how that goes? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. All right. So tell me about it. What's going on? What do you do? What do you wrap them with? What's happening? The problem again? I just heard you say problem again, but that's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try again. Okay. Are we good? I don't want to say, can you hear me now? That sounds so corny. But I can hear you for sure right now. Okay, I'm going to hold the phone the way I'm holding it right now. I'm not going to move it at all. Yeah, you know you out in the boonies, Janice. You like in the woods somewhere. So. <laughs> all right. So Reiki rocks. Um, I've always been drawn to crystals. I've, I think that's kind of what I do naturally. That's my lane. Probably, I don't want to say more than Reiki, but definitely it's something that I just do and I don't know why. And I, I feel, I, I work intuitively. So I go by what I feel. I don't really go by what all the books say all the time. Mm-hmm. But I started using them on, I use them on clients when I do Reiki and a lot of the clients wanted to have a crystal to wear for whatever properties. So I started wrapping them um, and I don't, I don't fancy wrap them. I don't do all that ornate stuff. You see some of the copper jewelry that's really gorgeous out there. I don't do that kind of stuff. I just kind of rough wrap them with either like a silver or copper wire. And um, that's how I started doing that. And then I started putting them together with grids and people really were gravitating toward the grids more than anything else, I think. Tell me about the grids. Why, why sacred geometry? What does that do? Well, the first ones I did were not sacred geometry. They really were just me putting down stones on a canvas in the movement that I thought was a good movement. Um, and I guess in hindsight, they sort of were sacred geometry. Sacred geometry is really about the movement and the vibration and the sounds of the universe. And it involves math, it involves music, it involves frequencies, it involves all of those things. It's a, a, a certain like um, or arrangement of crystals. Most of the time when you see it, it'll be like six points, six main points. Um, there's Metatron's cube, there's Flower of Life. There's so many different types of shapes. And really, 
I don't get hung up on the shape. I just go by how I feel. So which whatever one feels more powerful to me for that moment, that's what I make. Okay. Um, but crystal grids in general just amplify the intention you're setting by moving the energy and moving that intention. Mm, okay, okay. That that sounds like some something really really interesting to me. My son is also that that kind of. He just is always gravitated towards crystals and rocks and things of that nature. He wants to be a geologist. He says, but he's oh, okay. he's always finding some crystals somewhere, anywhere, everywhere. So yeah. Um. So I'm definitely in tune with that, and I'm glad. I'm glad you. I mean, when I'm looking at your bio and I'm, I know you so you know when I'm looking at your life and I'm looking at what you do I see how everything intersects for you and recently I went to an event that you held for the Healing Flame Collective which is something new that you guys have just created and I'm so amped about it it was such a moving experience and I want you to tell me how it came about what made you create this thing and where can we find the Healing Flame Collective up next Are we good? Can you hear me? I'm going to say you can hear me, but I can't hear you. <laughs> so I'm going to keep talking. Um, so we put out the album Mantra, which was uh, five songs with healing chants underneath of them or, or part of it would be like a healing vibration or something like that. That came out in 2017. And then we started working toward making this an experience with guided meditation and Reiki and just all of that together so that people could come and just sit and listen or actually participate in the experience and leave out feeling you know, uplifted, cleared, enlightened, um, aligned. And that's how it came about. So guys, at this point in our recording session, we had to pause and have Janice send in some messages for you guys. So please listen to the next several messages and then we'll have our closing outro. I apologize for the technical difficulties and hopefully we will be able to get this straight with Anchor soon. Please have a great day and listen up. Janice has some things to tell us. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, so the Healing Flame Collective, um, we're going to be doing the Soul Light Journey next in Reston, Virginia, this coming Friday, the 28th, June 28th. I believe we're going to start at 730 um, at the Rise Wellbeing Center in Reston, Virginia. It's R-I-S-E. It's a yoga studio and wellness center, and we're going to be presenting it there this Friday. That's the next one we have on the books, and we're going to probably do another one in Baltimore, so we'll keep you guys posted on that. You can find out more about all of this on my website. You can either do JaniceBMusic.com, JaniceBReiki.com, or TheHealingFlameCollective.com, and it will take you all to the same place. On um, Facebook and Instagram, I'm JaniceBReiki. Janice B Music and the Healing Flame Collective. It's all the same. So definitely check us out. Definitely, uh, you know, follow us. And we'd love to have you come out and experience the Soul Light journey in person. Um, as far So three tips, and you said three tips for African-American women. Um, tip number one is, you know, being I'm a white woman, I don't like to tell black women <laughs> what to do tip wise. I feel like it's a different life experience for us. But I will say the first tip is to know that race does matter. So, you know, even if all of my clients are African-American, there are things that I should not be helping them heal with, like ancestral trauma, things like that. Just really um, get to know the person, know their energy, know their client base, know who they work with. It's it's fine to go to a white healer. It's that's not a, there's nothing wrong with that. But just because someone dresses a certain way or or presents themselves in a certain way does not mean they're the right person for you, regardless of their skin color. Make sure the person honors who you are. Make sure they honor um, your race. That they see color. You don't want any white person who says they don't see color because. People will say it's just energy. It doesn't matter what color you are, but it does matter what your life experience is and what your past life experience is. So just make sure you have someone who honors that um, no matter who you go to for healing. Um, step, I guess the next uh, number two advice would be it's okay to feel what you're feeling, you know, um, sit with it, let it rise up, look at it. Healing is not easy. It's hard work. It's painful sometimes. If you need help dealing with it, get it. It doesn't matter what anybody else says, this is your journey and you need to honor how far you've come and where you're going and you have complete power over that and you're way more powerful than you could possibly ever imagine. So definitely sit down and do the work with that. Um, and I guess number three is honor your journey, honor your peace of mind, make, you know, make time for yourself to sit quietly with your thoughts, whether it's a ritual or just sitting down whenever you make the time to do that and uh, once you get in touch with your own peace and your own vibration and what that feels like you have more control over your own power over your own experience in life and over the world eventually so thank you so much Tana Fey and I look forward to seeing you guys soon Thank you for joining us. Remember, Soul on Purpose can be found at soul underscore on underscore purpose at IG. And you can find me at tonafaywallace.com. This concludes another episode of Soul on Purpose podcast. Please remember to look up Janice B. Janice B. Reiki and Janice B. on Facebook. She has several things out there that are coming up with the healing 
Flame Collective. So please look her up and keep in touch. But this is it for us. Remember, I'll be holding this healing space for us until we meet again next Sunday. Until then, stay blessed and stay a soul on purpose. Thanks for staying to the end. I know it's a lot of technical difficulties. Be blessed.